Hey there, welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Once again, before starting off with the podcast, wishing everyone is healthy and staying well uh, in the environment that we're in. And one thing I wanted to talk to you about this week, you know, it's been fascinating, right? I mean, the dizzying headlines we've been getting, especially from the Federal Reserve, you know, I mean, it's been incredible, the speed and the amounts involved of the various packages and facilities that have been come. And and I think some investors have been left a little bit dazed and confused, but we got you covered. Uh, And that's what this podcast is going to be about, talking a little bit more about the fiscal side of the equation. You know, it seems as if, you know, that's kind of old news. Now, I'm not talking about the rollout of the small business loan program or uh, what they're trying to do with maybe a phase four or an add-on to the CARES package that was passed a couple of weeks ago. But I wanted to re-up on that CARES package. $2.2 trillion. You know, it's kind of flown under the radar of what that's going to do to the deficit if you just really go back to where we were. As recently as 2015, you were looking at the budget deficit reaching a bottom of $439 billion. And for last fiscal year, we came in just under the trillion-dollar mark. And before this pandemic took hold and the government responses to it, uh, we were probably looking at a trillion, a little bit more than a trillion dollars for this fiscal year and probably the next couple that follow. But Let's do the math, right? If you're talking about a trillion-dollar deficit as a base and you're going to add more outlays, and certainly revenues aren't coming in, in excess of $2 trillion, you know, you could probably make the case that over the next couple of years, we could be running deficits as high as $3 trillion or so. And, you know, we've mentioned this point before, money does not grow on trees. And some think, right, obviously, the Fed printing money. No, the the, the government has to fund itself. So they're going to need to come up with just a huge amount of treasury supply into the market. And, And what's occurred is that given the more near-term nature of these outlays, you know, the checks going out in the mail and some of the loan programs that we're seeing, it's a sooner rather than later phenomenon. And what better way to finance it is than by using the T-bill sector. And there are some projections out there that we could see maybe, you know, given the fact that the Fed is buying, they want to keep the weighted average maturity at a constant level. And you just throw all these things into the cauldron, into the mix. And what does it all mean? Is that, Two-thirds, so let's call it $2 trillion of this $3 trillion, if in fact that is the the estimate that proves to be correct, could be financed in the bill sector. And what's interesting, you're beginning to see some some signs of how that can push yields a little bit higher. Uh, Here's a good example for you, you know, I mean, if you just go back to a few weeks ago, to where we were this past week in terms of, say, the three-month T-bill auction, we're already $15 billion higher just for that one auction or one security. And if you look at the rate that the auction came at, a couple of weeks ago, it was negative 14 basis points. It was plus 28 basis points this past Monday. You know, that's a turnaround of over 40 basis points. And it's quite fascinating when you see that because the supply-demand dynamic has now lifted T-bill yields above, at least in the three-month sector, actually a couple basis points above the top end of the Fed Fund's target range. So, you know, food for thought, what do we do with a deficit like this? How should investors be looking, I think, to, to play it? 
as we move forward because they're not going down anytime soon, right? So, you know, figure this is kind of baked in the cake for the next uh, year, year and a half, if not a little bit longer, at least at these levels. And you're probably going to remain still above a trillion dollars uh, as we go forward, right? It's like, oh, a trillion dollars. It's, it's almost as if you just throw that number out the window now. But certainly that's going to be what we're left with, the legacy, as we move forward. And hopefully things improve. But what we're looking at, you know, is, is Treasury floating rate strategies. Remember, they're pegged to that three-month T-bill auction. So you actually are, are benefiting. You're getting a, a little bit higher yield that's helping to match what you're seeing in the two-year note, the three-year note. But here you have a little bit of a rate hedge angle. Not that we expect the Fed to raise rates, but you know you could see fixed coupon yields in Treasuries move a little bit higher. So you, you kind of get both ends of the benefits there. You're, you're getting some better yields in this environment. You're in a government security, so you don't have to worry about some of the other ultra short kind of duration instruments that are out there that may have, you know, 50% or more in credit. Uh, and you have the rate hedge angle to it as well. And, and yield enhanced strategies, uh, you know, certainly looking at ones that can that can reweight or reallocate away from treasuries, as we see the, the, the Barclays Ag does tend to more overweight on treasuries compared to the other asset classes. I think that makes sense as well. So a couple of ways to play it. You know, you can combine that right back into that barbell strategy that we've talked about as well. So, you know, there are some things to look at here that people aren't talking about. I think the deficit is certainly one of them. A couple of ideas for you, a couple of solutions to hopefully, you know, think about from a core strategic type of way of handling your fixed income portfolio. So we're going to end it there. You know, please, if you want to read a little bit more, check out my blog at www.wisdomtree.com. Be safe. Be well, everybody. We'll speak to you next week. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.